All of those conversations happened. They were critical for our success, not only at reaching the financial goals, but making sure that we had a marriage at the end of it. I could bully Rebecca into doing whatever I want, but what does that result in? Rebecca's not gonna wanna talk to me. She's gonna avoid me. She's gonna start to resent the decisions that I make. Welcome to the Rad Money Podcast. We're Rebecca and Dylan, husband and wife and financial coaches for married couples. Do you and your spouse want to reach financial freedom and start building wealth, but you're not sure where to start? Have you tried to budget and pay off debt, yet you struggle to see your net worth actually increase? Rad Money is the finance podcast that helps millennial married couples get on the same page about one of the toughest topics they will face in their marriage. Our goal is to help you and your spouse work together to reach your financial goals and strengthen your marriage along the way. Welcome to today's episode of the Brad Money Podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. And because it is the day of love, we're going to be talking about <laughs> financial intimacy and help you get closer with your partner, your spouse around the topic of money. And we're going to talk to you about how we did it ourselves. And since this episode is about financial intimacy, we thought it would be great to read a podcast review from a married millennial couple who's been enjoying the show. Yes, and they say that they love this show. As a married millennial, I can directly apply the knowledge I learned. I also love the quick, impactful Monday episodes sprinkled in between the regular episodes. Great show for young couples who want to get their finances in order together. Awesome. Thank you so much for that amazing review. Um, we're so glad that you're finding value and, and learning not only from these, these longer episodes, but the Monday Micro Money Tips. Right. I love creating them. Uh, they're so fun because they're just like, they're quick, but they're packed full of value. And there's so many like actionable steps. Like if you just went through and listened to the Monday Micro Money Tips, you would get so much out of just that. Yeah, so, I think if you literally just did the one thing each and every week, right? you would get, you would just take one action every week. You would get so far on your financial journey alone. Yeah. And then these episodes where we go a little bit deeper are always helpful, but it's just like, here's the one actionable tip you need to do this week. Great. Go do it. Yeah. So it's always just great to hear from our listeners that you're enjoying the show and it really helps keep us motivated and keeps us going. But with that, yeah, let's talk about financial intimacy and how amazing it is to reach this point where finances aren't just a thing that are getting in the way of you coming closer together as a couple, right. but it's actually an opportunity to connect. And people don't really understand that consciously. I don't think that there's enough focus on the impact of how you manage your money as a couple and how it legitimately puts walls in between you and your spouse to where you're not able to really connect the way that you want to. Yeah. And people don't talk about that or understand that enough. There are a handful of major, I'll call them life coaches, you know, Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, who have talked about how all these aspects of our lives are interconnected. It could be career, relationships, money, health, you know, all these things are interconnected in our lives, but we're trying to really just talk about two of those things, which is money and your most intimate relationship and how those two things are inter interconnected. Yeah, I think when we first started, you know, we used to talk a lot about the wheel of life, like yep. you're talking about Zig Ziglar and, and that and how we're like, wow, we could really just see finances touches absolutely everything. It affects how good you are in your job. It affects your career. It affects your physical health. It affects everything. And it's easy to see how, okay, yeah, when finances are bad, then that creates stress for the relationship. Yep. But then there's also just like the positive side of it of how, oh, wow, together we can view our finances as a way to build the life that we want to build together as a couple. Right. You know, because when you get married, you have this goal of, 
you know, buying a house, starting a family or, you know, whatever your goals are. But a lot of people don't realize that all of those are financial goals as well. And mm-hmm. so you have to learn how, how to manage money together effectively, how to do all of these things, like talk about, you know, from the basics of budgeting to paying off debt to saving, et cetera, to be able to obtain those life goals of being homeowners or traveling together or retiring comfortably, all of those things that we have as life goals, those are financial goals as well. And so when we look at our finances as the tool that we use to build that life, now it's a way for us to come together. The one thing that we never realized was when we started to work on our finances together, not only did it eliminate the threat of arguments or what's going to happen if we're we're broke and we have all this debt, it actually started to help us get closer together because as we started to pay off the $45,000 of debt, just that act of working hard and overcoming a challenge together brought us closer together. Well, it forced us to have to figure some things out. It forced us to have to figure out how to communicate. It forced us to find ways to support each other and to encourage each other to work towards this big goal together, Uh right? So it really pushed us in a lot of different ways. And that means even just like viewing our, our money as our money, not just his and hers, but it was ours. And so me became we you know, or uh-huh. whatever, you know, however many ways you want to say it. But it forced us to figure all of these things out that just pushed us closer and closer together so that we were able to get it done. Because if we hadn't figured those things out, like the communication and understanding and how to do all these things, how to really work well together, if we hadn't figured those out, we would have not, we would not have reached the goal. No, but the thing is that we didn't know how to do it at first. We had to figure it out. We had to build the financial intimacy. And it was through those actions that we started to become more financially intimate. Yeah, it's very interesting, right? Like we didn't know what we were doing when we were doing it. It's like it's hindsight's 2020. And so now we're able to say, oh, this is what was happening here. This brought us closer. Now we can share this with others and say, okay, this is what led to us being able to work really well together. And this is what was critical for us to succeed as a couple to where now we're, we are at this point where we view money as strictly a tool. It's a way that we get to create the life that we want together. And if we didn't realize it was going to have this benefit, like you said, we thought it was just removing the threat of being broke and the stress that that could put on a relationship. We did not consciously know that it was being enriched at the right. same time. It was being nurtured and we kind of didn't even realize it. Yeah. I mean, th- by not having any problems with your money, you have peace with your finances. And with that, you really lay the foundation to have a better relationship. Because if there's no arguments, there's no tension, then it's just a fertile ground for you to have a good relationship. Well, well, yes, that's the obvious side. The not obvious side to get to financial peace, you are building financial intimacy because you have to communicate, understand, work together, lean on each other, rely on each other, all of those things. So it is a byproduct of reaching financial goals that we didn't see. But actually, this is a huge motivator for why you should want to improve your finances as a couple is not only it eliminates the threat, it really pulls you from survive to thrive. Yes. And it is it is a huge shift in your relationship that's not just about the money anymore by allowing us to talk about um, our, our worries, our fears, our stressors, anxieties, et cetera, about money. And we've created this space where we can talk to each other about other really hard things. You know, we, we mentioned that a lot on the show is that 
by building this bridge of communication, by creating this open space that's judgment free, et cetera, with just our finances, we practiced that. And then it spilled into the other parts of our relationship where we were able to connect on other things, work through other things, improve in other ways. Right, because taking the step to improve your finances with your spouse is great to improve your relationship because it forces you to communicate, like you said, by taking the appropriate actions when I prove myself to you that I'm going to follow through and pay off the debt instead of going out with the boys, I'm creating trust in our relationship. So there's so many aspects of just going through the financial journey with your spouse that improves the relationship. Yeah, and these are all things that we only get, again, Hindsight is twenty twenty. Like yeah. we did not understand that this was going to be the result of taking this path. Yeah, the goal was to get out, just be debt free and we, protect the marriage, preserve the marriage. Yeah, not to watch it bloom into something way better than we could have imagined. Right. I mean, because if we're talking about finances, or we are going to be forced to have conversations around what is really important to me. What mm-hmm. do I really value? What is keeping me up at night when it comes to money? We're going to be talking about that because. The only way for those feelings to disappear, the fear, the anxiety around finances is if for is for me to express what it is that's bothering me. Yeah. And then to, on the flip side of that, it took you buying in and saying, I hear what you're saying and I think that's really important and I want that for you. And yeah. so that added to the relationship too. So it builds that trust, it builds the communication it, and then it allows us to be seen and understood in a way that I feel valued and respected in the relationship. And one thing that I would also add to that is not only what are my values, but also what are my needs? Uh-huh. You know, what are the what are the things that I feel very strongly about? What are the things that make me feel secure? And so they need to be a priority for us as a couple. And if, if you don't value that, if you don't respect my needs and you decide to do things differently, okay, friction. It's just all these different things that now looking back, we're starting to pluck them out and say, this is what we did. This is how budgeting as fundamental and first step and whatever it is, how budgeting and sitting and talking about it every single week, this is how that actually helped us be a better couple. Yeah. And not just improve our finances. This is how it helped us be a better couple. Yeah. We had to hash out disagreements in the budget. Uh huh. We had to figure out how to deal with what I wanted and what you wanted. We had to learn to negotiate. Yeah. Yeah, we had to learn to negotiate. Um, and that's another thing that for sure. And, you know, you make your points about what you think is most important and I make my points about what I think is most important. And we try to navigate and negotiate what we're going to do next and how we're going to, like, list all those things out and say, okay, well, based off of that, these are the priorities. And then now I'm going to follow through, right? So we built trust without realizing it. Well, I think the budget is a great place to start with how can you do this in your own relationship because you even say negotiation. Well, you could be a bully negotiator and it could be a win-lose situation, but how is that going to preserve the relationship in the long term? So with the negotiation piece in budgeting, it's really important to remember that there's all types of ways you can negotiate and the outcomes could be win-win, win-lose, lose-lose. And so what kind of negotiation are you going to have in in that budget meeting, because I could bully Rebecca into doing whatever I want. But what does that result in is that Rebecca is not going to want to talk to me. She's going to avoid me. She's going to start to resent the decisions that I make. But if I come to the budget meeting looking for win-win solutions, we both end up having the best outcome possible, but it also improves our relationship because I'm willing to find out what Rebecca values. And then we're working together, collaborating to then come up with the best solution for our life together. Yeah. And so that's where 
you know, even the budget meetings are the, at first, it just seems like, oh, it's what we have to it's do. It's just numbers. But it's so much more than that. That's why we talk about you should have a budget date every week with your spouse because it's not just going over, oh, this is how much we spent at Costco or this is how much we went, uh, spent on gas this week. It's talking about what's going on and actually working together because you should be viewing your, your life together as a team. And how does the team succeed? It's by working together. Yeah, I think the other thing too about the, just the budget meetings as well is like it's, if you just focus on the numbers, you're just missing the point in so many ways, not only how do we make a budget that supports both of our needs, wants, et cetera, but those conversations were never just about the budget. It was about the bigger goals. It was about, okay, what do we want to do next? What is our plan for our life together? And some really big conversations and big decisions were made based off of those just weekly sessions, based off of those, okay, this is what did or didn't go well this month. And so how are we going to pivot? What sacrifices are we willing to make? And and what's off limits? What are the things that we're willing to do to either catch up or speed up? Or how motivated are we feeling? Do we need to take a, a foot off the gas a little bit? Because we've been pushing really hard, you know, and do we, is it time to reward ourselves because we've done a really good job? So now let's treat ourselves a little bit, you know, So that's where all of those conversations happened, and they were critical for our success, not only at reaching the financial goals, but making sure that we had a marriage at the end of it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. The the goal with the budget was to talk about money and make sure that money didn't get in the way of the relationship, but it ended up improving the relationship because of all those hidden benefits. Yes, exactly. Totally. And the same thing happened when we started to build and work towards our financial goals together. There are a lot of hidden benefits in just building out financial goals and working on them as a team. Yeah. And again, it just seemed really obvious like, okay, well, then we'll have an emergency fund and then we'll be debt free and then we'll do whatever comes next. Like the classic things that just make good financial sense. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's really positive. Again, we're not going to have to worry about how we're going to pay for emergencies and we aren't going to have all this interest. And the financial benefits are very, very obvious. But what wasn't obvious was how that was helping us learn how to work towards really hard goals together, how it forced us to learn how to collaborate even more right? and to problem solve things and say, okay, well, you know, how are we going to deal with unexpected expenses when they come up and they disrupt our progress towards our goals? Or how are we going to speed things up because we're just getting sick and tired of it? How are we going to stick to our guns when we're planning a wedding right now and the world expects weddings to be, you know, fancy and all this, but we're dead set on achieving our goal of financial freedom and we're not willing to sacrifice that. We're not willing to move backwards because of something that just doesn't align with our personal values. All of those things brought us so close together and fortified us as as a unit working together towards a shared goal. Yeah. And it, what it was really cool was that by working and accomplishing these things together, it really proved that we could overcome obstacles and deal with challenges as a team, which as in any relationship, you're going to have problems that come up. And so life's hard. Life is extremely hard. And we we all just came out of a a pandemic. We all have our own personal challenges throughout life. And by personally confronting the financial side of things and overcoming them together, it really prepared us for other challenges that we were going to face as a couple, like the car getting totaled, which is definitely a financial problem. And it was a 
big surprise, you yeah. know, like nobody plans on that happening. Yeah, totally. Surprise. You know? Your car's total. Yeah. And you weren't even driving it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It happens. Uh, yeah. So exactly. It is a, it's, it's a proving ground almost. It's a training ground where yeah. you're, you're in control of a lot of it and a lot of life you're not going to be in control of. So if we can build this muscle here together, if we can figure out how to get through hard things together, then when life throws us curveballs that we weren't able to anticipate, that we weren't in control of, then we're going to have this history of having proven to ourselves we can get through these hard things. We can strap down. We can work together. We can collaborate. We can help ease each other's anxieties. We can talk about hard things. And, you know, even have really heated, hard conversations sure. and know that we're going to walk away and things go- and everything is going to be OK. Right. That's really hard for a lot of people but to have hard conversations and feel like the relationship's OK. So they avoid talking about money just because they're afraid that it's going to be what hurts the relationship. Right. And it ca- but it can work in the other way where yeah. if you can have the hard conversation and work through it and prove to yourself things are going to be OK. Well, now you're just stronger for it. It was embracing the difficult conversations, which are going to be there when you're talking about money, especially when you first get started. You you haven't figured it out. It's going to be a little bit messy. But if you know that the goal is just to work together and you can be forgiving of those conversations and realize that when you talk, you're thinking. Sometimes you just think some bad stuff. And that's why we say to write down (laughs) your your answers. Put down a little bit, but also understanding that sometimes like they're just going through their thought process. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, it's a training ground to learn how to give each other grace, to learn how to help each other think things through and to just not be so unforgiving. It's a great opportunity to help your spouse become who they're trying to become. And you both are just supporting each other in that. So especially when you start having these conversations together and you want to start coming together as a couple, one of the things that I see from our relationship was that Rebecca and I were in two different places financially. So we were playing two separate games and we're trying to figure out how to play a game collectively. Yes. But we were in two different places. I had a lot of debt. Rebecca was at the point where she was starting to invest. And so we had to really have that conversation and understand and value where we were. Well, and not only that, though, but were we so we were in different financial situations, but our entire upbringing, our whole money stories were the exact opposite. Yeah. I had no security net. I had no safety net. I had to do those things on my own. And I was, you know, super hyper independent. And while, you know, you were just able to do things with a little bit more laissez faire because. Yeah, I was in no rush yeah, necessarily. You were in no rush. And so for me, it's like I just came with money with a completely different mindset than you did for a very long time. And so it, yeah, through working through all of these different things, we were able to learn those things about each other and be able to say, oh, okay, so that's why this is so critical for you. That's why this is off limits. And you need to be able to continue doing that. So how do we create a strategy that allows you to do that thing that's just critical for you while we also take care of these other things that are really important to me? Yes. And then and then how do both of those things impact us moving in the same direction together? Right. And so these are just a few examples of some of the things that we've done to take us from feeling as though talking about finances was really stressful. Maybe we even avoided it or we just didn't know how to have these conversations to being at the point now it's just only positive and it's only about what can we create together and how can we use this to take the next step in our life together as a couple and not this really painful, stressful 
thing. So these are just a few of the ways that we found that the whole process has built this financial intimacy and it's improved our ability to connect as a couple. But it's amazing how fast this positive impact on your relationship starts to manifest because literally like just yesterday, I was on just this call with a beautiful couple. But when we hopped on the call, you could just tell by the body language that, you know, they're sitting spaced apart and they're both feeling tense about the conversation that they were about to have. You could really tell that, you know, this was an issue that caused a lot of stress on the relationship and guards were up. But just by the end of that conversation, as we started to talk more about how doing this work and taking the time to really build a strategy and get all of this stress and all of this stuff out of the way is such an opportunity for you to come together And so just in us talking through for about like 30 minutes about the impact, the positive impact that this could have on their relationship, they started to soften and come closer together. By the end of the call, they were like arms wrapped around each other, looking forward to how they were going to use this as an opportunity to enrich their life. They were already trying to build together. They just needed some answers to some questions that they just kept spinning around in circles and were struggling to solve for themselves. You know, but it was so amazing how just by within that 30 minutes of saying, okay, here's some things that we can do and here's how we can start to work together to get you even closer to these goals, how they started to just feel like, wow, we can come together. We don't have to be worried about this money thing anymore. Right. And it was just the coolest thing to just watch their body language and how they were responding to each other shift so quickly. And it was just a perfect example, you know, in a small time, but of how... This really can be an opportunity for you to connect with your spouse. Absolutely. You could look at this conversation through one of two lights. You could say to yourself, okay, I'm going to talk to my spouse about finances and it's going to lead to an argument and we're going to have all these disagreements. You know what? It's going to, it's going to put a wedge in between us. It's going to divide us even more. So let's just avoid the conversation because it's going to be so stressful. Or you could think of it on the other side and say, I'm going to have these conversations with my spouse and we're going to figure out how to manage money together so that we can build a life together that we're super excited about. It's going to bring us closer together and we're going to enrich our lives because of these conversations. It's literally the same conversation through two different lenses. And it's really just the perspective that you you have on it that will change how you're going to approach the money dates, talking about goals with your spouse, trying to build that life together. But like we've said, it's all interconnected. So one way or the other, you're going to end up having one of these two experiences. It's up to you to decide which direction you want it to go. Yeah, you can either continue to only talk about it when it's a problem and only argue about it and all these sorts of things perpetually forever. Or you can push through the discomfort for a small amount of time to get onto this side of it, where now it's an opportunity for us to come together to design our life together to make decisions that are aligned with our values and what we're trying to see happen in our life. Those are your two options. So you could just continue with the misery. It keeps coming up here and there. It festers. It's like a sore tooth that just like sometimes all of a sudden, you know, it's causing you a ton of pain and it'll kind of go away for a little while and then it flares back up again. And, you know, whatever. It's like, you really got to go to the (laughs) dentist, dude. (laughs) Or you take this other approach where you're just more proactive and you say, you know what, this is going to suck for a little while. It's not, it, it's, it is going to be hard. There's no, there's no way around that. It's going to be hard, but it's the kind of hard that I'm willing to persevere. It's the kind of hard that I'm willing to get through so that I can get onto the other side. Yeah. It's the sort of hard that actually builds a solid foundation. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So these are a few ways that we found that by working 
on improving our finances and going further on our financial journey actually strengthened and improved our relationship and created financial intimacy. Learning how to communicate, working to understand each other helps you to reach your financial goals. Because if you're not able to do these things that we've talked about, like negotiate, learn how to collaborate, have the hard conversations, discuss your fears, your needs, your wants, all those sorts of things. If you're not able to do that, then you're not going to be able to reach your financial goals. So it's it's easy to look at it. I'm just working towards my financial goals and it's all just numbers. It's dollars and cents. But when you're a couple, you absolutely have to have this other side of it, this financial intimacy side of it, or you will continue to go nowhere because you're just continuing to try to either work it all off of the math or just do it on your own. But you need these these softer skills and these relationship skills to get anywhere, whether it's just, okay, how do we stick to a budget all the way to how do we start a business? How do we get into real estate? How do we do these bigger things together as a couple? But if you do not have financial intimacy and you try to do these things together and you really skip this side of the coin, then it's just going to be painful. And odds are that you're going to fail at reaching any of those goals. It's just going to cause more problems in your relationship if you try to skip this this side of the equation, which is how do we actually work together as a team? But if in listening to this, you realize that you want help working towards your financial goals with your spouse from someone who has done it with their spouse, who understands what it takes to work together to reach these goals, and not only on the financial side of it, but how do we actually get the communication to where it needs to be so that we can take the actions that we need to take then schedule a free strategy call with us where we're going to sit down with you and help you identify a couple action steps that you can take to start seeing progress as soon as possible. And this is just, it's completely free. There's no strings attached. We just want to sit down and help you to take that first step, learning how to work together as a couple so that you can reach your financial goals. But that's this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it with your spouse. And until next time, I'm Rebecca. And I'm Dylan. And and we're we're Rad Coaches. Coaches.